0: Welcome to BYOB, thanks for joining me and uh, when I say welcome, this is the first episode and I thought who better to bring on this first episode than my best friend, one of my my best man, one of my best friends, uh, and the guy uh, who introduced me to so many good things in life, Mr. Noah Johnson. How are you doing today, man? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. I'm a little nervous. Uh, BYOB, I'm going to explain it to everybody that comes on. The idea here is you bring your own beer, bring your own booze for those of you who don't drink beer, and we sit here and we talk, whether we talk about politics or religion or philosophy, or we talk about sports or technology or that dumb jerk that sits next to you in the office, like whatever, we're gonna sit here, this is gonna be a a good conversation hopefully, people are gonna enjoy it, we're gonna introduce people to new beer, new ideas, the whole nine yards. So, what beers have you brought us today?
1: Well, since you said beers, uh, the secret's out that I brought three beers. I guess I've used the system a little
0: bit. A little bit.
1: Uh, but the first beer that we are drinking is Preacher's Daughter Amber Ale by the good folks over at Fountain Square Brewing
0: Company. Awesome. So, kind awesome.
1: keep it vocal to Indy here. Sweet.
0: So, yeah, so we're going to take a little break here for a quick, uh, quick break ski, play some theme music, and then we're kind of going to get started. So, stick around. Okay, so we are back. We had to make some technical changes here. But, as Noah said earlier, so we are drinking tonight first, as beers is a thing, Preacher's Daughter Amber Ale. So tell me a little bit, why are we drinking this?
1: We are drinking this because, one, I love Amber Ales, mm-hmm. def- definitely my favorite style of beer. Um, and two, I, I love the local beers around here in Indianapolis. We have so many great uh, breweries sun king uh probably being the biggest one around here but Mm. fountain square brewing company one a little bit closer to my home uh here in indianapolis so definitely wanted to to try them out and uh, yeah to me you can never go wrong with an amber ale so it's very
0: it's very good i don't think i've ever had one before it is toasted caramel 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 we're gonna go with caramel because it's just beer um aromas precede hints Sorry, I shouldn't hate on beer. Beer is like the reason this podcast exists. That's true. Uh, Citrusy hops with a slightly sweet and nutty finish. We opened these a little bit ago. And I get a lot of – I got a lot of citrus in my first sip, but I'm now getting a lot of hops. And it's kind of not quite IPA hops, but it's good. It's very good. It's good. Yeah. So so if you're in the Indianapolis area or ever find Fountain Square, we're going to recommend Preacher's Daughter. It's on the the list of recommendations so far. So – the motto for life's greatest moments. What did you say? The instructions are on the bottle? What so are there's instructions? instructions
1: on the back of this bottle. Number one, identify life moments. So okay. I think maybe starting this starting awesome a podcast. podcast would all right. be one of all them. Right. Uh, two, bring the perfect beer. I have brought the perfect beers. So I think that makes me <laughs> any, even any, more any, so.
0: Is it possible that any beers is the perfect beers? Not any beers. That's We've true. all had that beer. PBR. No, nah, you're right. PBR is not the one. Okay, for sure.
1: A good PBR every now and again. We had PBRs at your bachelor party. Mm-hmm. That's fair. And the third most important instruction: be the hero.
0: Be the hero. Wow, that's some pressure.
1: I think that makes me three times the hero. Because on you day brought one three of this beers? Podcast, because
0: I brought three beers. That's fair. That's uh, that might be possible. So, <laughs> like, subscribe, leave a comment, tell us more. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the whole my whole idea behind this podcast was that we talk a little bit about beer um, and a little bit meaning just like that like we kind of talk a little bit about the profile of it maybe a little bit. Um, it's good. <laughs> no, it'll be a little more technical. hopefully by the end of it like I'm gonna be I, I want to be like a beer kind of sewer, you know like kind of swish it around, spit it in a special bucket and <laughs> call it a day, you know. <laughs> okay. uh, but then the other half of this is kind of talking about, um, I talk about it in the trailer. I kind of explained it a little bit. Like I, I want this to be able to be like just a conversation about life. And a lot has happened in life in the past few weeks. And I mean life like as an, a citizen of earth. <laughs> yeah. So, and Noah and I are very similar. So this is going to be really interesting to see what, how this episode compares to all the others. Cause we'll be able to talk about the same things at the same level. But Noah what would you like to talk about tonight?
1: Man, should we start with uh, something that's both near and dear to both of us? We're both such big fans of Apple. Should we oh, maybe touch man. on the Apple event that happened today?
0: Oh, I think we should. So the Apple event, I'm going to move something here real Very quick. Um, the Apple event was today. So that definitely dates this, event, this recording as Tuesday, September 10th at 8.48 p.m. Eastern Time, Eastern Daylight Time to be exact. Very good. Um, I wish I knew like the longitude and latitude of this spot so I could be like, Hey, here we are. Oh, that's right. I have a, well, I don't know if that's that this hey. spot. I have a little art thing on my wall that has a longitude and latitude, but excuse me. We're not going to go into that. So the Apple event was today. Apple unveiled. Let's see if we can get this right. Okay. Three new iPhones. Three new iPhones. Yep um a new yeah. apple watch apple watch series 5 apple watch series 5 and they talked a little bit about watch os is it 6 at this point i, I think it's 6 we should six. We're, no we're not going to do more research for each episode okay of the that's show. fine it's going to be fair. very just, just wing it yeah exactly bring your own beers beers and or wings and knowledge. we'll take it yeah. and knowledge yes <laughs> um so three new iPhones a new watch and and a new watch os Didn't they talk about an iPad? There's a brand new iPad. A brand new iPad, but it's the same iPad. Is it ever a different iPad? Is it ever a different anything? Question mark? Sorry, Apple. We love you. Please sponsor me. Please send me stuff. (laughs) Um, And then what else? Oh, they talked about how you can like the new watch gallery. Like they're opening a new Apple store on Fifth Avenue that looks immaculate and amazing. Did you not see that part of the video? I did see that. I did see that. It's um, like a big glass box. It looks like um, the elevator from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, well, I love it. Only movie. bigger. It's a, it's a great movie. And not not the one from the 70s, 80s, the one with Johnny Depp, where you're like not even sure if it's actually Johnny Depp.
1: Is that even I think it's so. I Johnny think Depp.
0: Earlier than the 70s and 80s. You're talking about the one with Gene Wilder, right? Yeah. It might be. I don't know. My dad loves that movie. That's my dad's one of my dad's favorite movies. It's a good one. But I maybe it's because the one with Johnny Depp was our childhood.
1: That's, yeah, that's fair. You
0: like it. That's fair. That was when Johnny Depp was like acceptably famous. Yeah. Now he like sponsors a cologne that like culturally appropriates Native Americans. It's called Sauvage, wow. which is French for I like savage. That name. Really? It is a fancy name, but like, yeah, he like talks about like living in the American wilderness, like in the desert, and he calls it Sauvage, and it's like this big, huge thing. Yeah. I'm not it's crazy. That- but we're talking about apple tech and that yeah. we got to Johnny yeah, Depp right. and his cologne right. sold at macy's the fragrance the fragrance destination so please sponsor <laughs> um, and the other things that apple released today are
1: new apple tv plus
0: okay that's their subscription service that's right that's their
1: subscription service Okay. Uh, i haven't done too much research on that one i haven't either and the other part was Apple Arcade. So obviously That's Apple's their retaliation to
0: Google. Game subscription service. Yes. That's with Stratia? the, the we, it's not called, is it Stradia? At first I thought it was called the Ouija. I don't know why, but I've always associated that with, it was like, oh, I, it might not be that one. It might be another one that was like O-U-I-J-A. Like it was spelled like Ouija, but it wasn't a Ouija. Like it was pronounced something else. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like hallucinating that. Maybe. I don't know. But it was pretty cool. I watched most of it at work. Um, which probably could have gotten me in trouble, but that's okay. Um, I picked it up at the iPhone 11 announcement. Like I got on Twitter and remembered that the event was today. Um, What are your thoughts on that? Like you're the guest. I'm just here to listen to you talk. So you should, like what are your thoughts on the event today?
1: So, uh, well, you and I both have iPhone 8s. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe that might be a good place to start here.
0: (laughs) So we're obsessed with the iPhone 11s. Like that was the big that was the big hitter. Like
1: that was the big hitter, but I think that there's a reason that I still have an iPhone eight.
0: And why is that?
1: Because I feel like the value proposition isn't there for Apple yet. Okay. And they have a lot of people hooked, and it's easy to go into AT and and or whoever you Verizon, whatever, please sponsor. And yeah, we're gonna
0: <laughs> name drop every brand we can because we need we need the monetization. That's right. Uh, I gotta pay for all this alcohol I'm about to buy for this show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's easy to walk into those stores, right? And say, hey, yeah, I'll pay $20 a month for the brand new iPhone. Yeah. But then you realize at the end of it, you're, pay- you're possibly paying more for it than the phone cost itself. And for me, I like my cell phone bills staying low, so I don't wanna do mm-hmm. that monthly thing. Yeah. So, and for this not to become a narrative on cell phone mm-hmm. bills, but. Uh, for me, paying $1,000. $1, <laughs> <laughs> conspiracy hilarious.
0: theories yeah. at Kevin Kenny.
1: But seriously though, like yeah. I don't want to spend $1,000 on a brand new cell phone that looks like all of the four cell phones before it.
0: That's fair. I mean I, I didn't get – like I said, I came in, in like almost at the tail end of the iPhone 11 segment. So they're talking about the iPhone 11. They move into the iPhone 11 Pro and the I, iPhone 11 Pro Max – Which, when we were kind of pre-talking a little bit, that sounds like a... Oh, it definitely sounds like a tampon ad. It sounds like a tampon ad. And and that's fair. Um, Moving on, because neither of us are qualified to talk about that. We'll
1: stay
0: out of that. Um, But I will say, the thing for me, and being... Like, I was... I have been, like, the Apple representative. Like, when the iPhone 4... I remember when the iPhone 4 came out, we were in high school... And it came out for, it came out and it only existed in AT&T, but then they pushed it to Verizon. And then that was like when the big, like iPhone blew up, like everybody had an iPhone. And from that point on, I remember being like an iPhone family. Like we were an Apple family from that point on. And I, I was like always the tech representative in terms of like, oh, this is the next like this is the next phone you should get, and this is the reason why. And that's like part of how much of a nerd I am about all of it, because nobody else spends as much time talking about it as like I do in the family. But it's also like it it is a deep, it's a rabbit hole. Like you got to kind of right. dive into it. At least at that point, it was. I mean, you had the the entire market that even and at that point, you had to know a little bit about dumb phones too. Like, you had to be able to say, okay, I'm not going to get a smartphone because I don't really need all of those features. But there's this flip phone. Um, I Like, the last cell phone I remember having was the Verizon Voyager. It was LG Voyager. It was a brick of a phone. It was, like, the actual size of a brick. But, like, you kind of had to know a little bit about those phones, too. You had to understand what everything was. Now, it's like all you got to know is what the camera can do. Right. And, like, that was a big takeaway for me. Like, yeah, there's new software. Yeah, there's the A13 processing chip, which sounds like it's going to change the game again, which is a whole other Apple thing. You know, Apple did that with the A12. They did it – I mean, I'm sure they did it with the A11s, but mm-hmm. I don't remember it changing nearly as hard as the A12. They showed a graphic that, like, the A12 is so much farther than everything else. They even had the um, – what's the chip that you can buy, like, at any store? The Black – no, it's not a BlackBerry. Raspberry? Is it the Raspberry, raspberry Pi? Yeah, they had the Raspberry Pi up on the chart. And I was like, ooh, shout out. Like That's, that's so funny because it was so minuscule compared to the A12. But, and that's a totally different thing. That's Whatever. But you can't buy an A12 in the store and you can buy 50 Raspberry Pis. So. Um, but like the only differences are processor, which is something that if you're not using your phone like a professional a lot – Mm-hmm. Using it to do a lot of really heavy lifting things, the processor isn't really going to affect you that much. Right. And the only other change is the camera. The three cameras. And now it's three cameras. On the Pro, it's three cameras. On the on the regular, it's just two. Just two. Which I, 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 I like – it kind of upsets me because like I want them – what they should have done, and I think you're in the same boat as this, but I don't want to speak for you. So, I'm going to say what what I think they should do is they should just keep cranking out iPhone SEs. Like, keep that 5 body and just keep putting the new stuff in it. Because I'll tell you what. I work with a guy that has an iPhone SE still, and I held that thing in my hand, and I was like, wow, this is the perfect phone. And the iPhone 5 sold, what, millions. I mean, it was selling into the – when that, They released iPhone 7 and they were still selling 5s and SEs and Cs. Like it was the perfect size phone. And don't even – I know. You hate the C. We don't need to talk about that. (laughs) This is a beer podcast. This is a beer podcast. podcast. That's right. But it just – it's like now it's just like all you got to know is like what the camera can do and like how many pictures are you going to take. Well, that's what we all use our phones for. And that's what – and at the end of the day, that's what a a a massive amount of the public uses their phone for. Yeah. So – Interesting. Yeah, I I feel like I'm still gonna buy. <laughs> I told you that at the beginning. I'm like, I'm still gonna get an 11. I'm still tempted by the 11 Pro, like Pro Max. Not the Pro you know, Max. That big. The Pro Max is big. It's a big. I don't know oh, if it's big bigger phones. than the Plus. I would get the Pro Max if I was like a photographer, and like that's what in the speech they had the guy like that made a movie. Yeah. With the phone, like if I was doing that with it, um, then I would be like, oh yeah, let's get the Pro Max. Like if, if 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 that was my life, if I was a YouTube guy, oh man, Pro like Pro Max, like that's the last camera I'll need to buy until they come out with 6K because that thing can do 4K on the dot, out of the box. That's the way to go. Then.
1: If you're, but if you're into photography and I feel like the iPhone is a good thing for you for a couple of different things, like... Maybe you need that quick shot. You're mm-hmm. in a candid mm-hmm. area or whatever. You're moving quickly. Maybe you need that. Or you just need like another flexible camera to be somewhere. Maybe you're shooting like at yeah. a wedding or something and you want just a low shot of people in the crowd, right? Mm-hmm. But I think also we're starting to see drones are becoming more popular, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe you're using that big screen oh on the God, big phone the to next pilot iPhone. your drone. No,
0: the next iPhone turns into a drone. Boom. We fixed we it. it. Apple, wow. call us,
1: man. One, I'm only half a beer in <laughs> every day.
0: How about that? I don't want to talk about it. Um, but no, that's that's fair. I mean, and, and that's something that you don't really think about if you're not a photographer. Like there, that is that is a convenient, the same quality as – and this was something that I mentioned to a coworker. It's the same price as a DSLR, but you can't text on a DSLR. You can't check Twitter on a DSLR. Right. Like I think DLRS. DLSR, DSLR. DSLR. The digital shot – whatever. Anyway, yes. it's cool. It's Apple. I love it. Like I said, I'm gonna get it. My Christmas is gonna be great because I'm gonna get. I'm gonna upgrade to the new iPhone and I'm gonna get an Apple Watch. Like, and not to be privileged or anything, but like, I'm on a series. I think this is a two. So let's, let's, I'm ready for a new Apple Watch.
1: Can we touch on this new Apple Watch really quick? Yeah. Yes. So
0: thirty seconds okay. for the people.
1: So I have an Apple Watch Series Four.
0: Okay. So, wow. So you have the newest one. Yeah, I have the newest one. Like the one that came out less than two years ago, right? Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: And I really like it. Okay. It, it has changed the, my workouts. It's changed being able to check a text. Mm-hmm. I text people back on it. I do really like the Apple Watch I think It's a great addition to my tech life. But I'm over 30 seconds. But it's fine. the new Apple Watch Series 5. Yes. So far. I
0: don't have any idea what it does, so I have no idea.
1: So far, from what I can gather,
0: uh-huh.
1: we're looking at a new chip. And the screen stays on all day. The with the station.
0: same battery life. Oh. I Okay. Two things. I will say two things and then we have to be done because okay. I want to right, talk right, about other – There on. is okay. other stuff to talk about this week that you and I want to talk about. Yes. Okay. First off, the, the chip – I have had problems with this thing and processing like inputs since I got it out of the box. Okay. So it has been ready to be upgraded since I got it. Okay. Second – The battery life all day thing is huge for somebody that uses a sleep monitoring app where you wear your watch. 18 hours. Case in point, I'm one of those people. And I know it's unhealthy and I get it, but it has given me a well-rounded picture of my health and a better understanding of what I need to do in my life to be a better person. And regardless of if I act on that or not, that information is invaluable. And for the same price as there's a fitness strap out there that I'm looking at, I'm not going to name drop, but it's a subscription service. That you pay the same price, almost the exact same price for an Apple Watch for that strap, for that device that does everything but it doesn't text and play music and mess with podcasts and all that stuff. We're done. We're going to snap into the next beers real quick. So give us one second. Okay, everybody. So we're back real quick. Sorry for that uh, little dinger. Um, uh, we are first off going to open up some new beers. Noah, tell me about what you have brought. Secondly, of two, we're not going to go to the third because it's a little late and we're he's got to drive home. So
1: that's right. Uh, so the second beer we've got here is Samuel Adams Cherry Wheat, and uh, crisp and slightly sweet. That's right.
0: Does the whole label rhyme? No, it wheat, doesn't. Sweet by rhymes. company. Ooh, company maybe. I'll bet we could make a whole little jingle. Sweet
1: about and company them. do not rhyme. Like
0: if you just like e like if you kinda like cherry wheat, crispy and slightly sweet. The Boston Beer Company, you know? Kinda rhymes. Alright, whatever. Alright,
1: okay. Okay, I'm anyway, opening mine. i so uh, yeah, I'm this gonna, one just This podcast curious. just got
0: cancelled, actually. <laughs> Ooh, it's got a slight little hiss to it. Here, trade me. Okay. There's yours. There you talk to me a little bit why why did we pick this one? So
1: we picked this one uh, mostly because I like a fruity beer. Okay. Um, interesting. And I like cherry. So this just kind of jumped off the page at me and
0: It jumped off the page.
1: Or it jumped off the shelf, off rather. The shelf. Page. Yeah. Yeah. It was and a- talk
0: me through a little bit just so the people can kind of be aware. How did you get A Six pack of three different beers. So, our local Meyer does a very nice local Meyer
1: hashtag sponsor hashtag sponsor. Uh, does a nice build your own they call it a flight, but I'm gonna call it a six pack. Yeah, they have a a wall full of beers. Yeah, you throw how six beers in there, 10 bucks, you can't beat it. So, cheers, man. Cheers to the beer number two.
0: It's got a good smell. That is interesting. Oh, man, cherry. there's more cherry to yeah. it as it kind of mm-hmm. sits in your mouth. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I kind of expected it to taste like a cherry Pop-Tart. I don't know why that was what came to mind. Probably because I have the brain of a 10-year-old, but... So I would say that if you're... If you don't like the mm. traditional bite of a beer... this That's a soft beer. This could be a good
1: maybe thing for you And to even try? if you
0: don't like like hard cider... Like, yeah. you know, or like even, I mean, it even seems si- softer than like Mike's hard, than like Mike's yeah. lemonade. Like it doesn't, a little bit, but this is not for the faint of heart.
1: No,
0: I am not going to drink this whole thing, but it's an interesting try. I had a, I had a watermelon beer. We did our, my bachelor <laughs> party a couple of weeks ago. We had this watermelon beer and there's nothing wrong with watermelon beer if you like it, but if you don't like it. There's everything wrong with it because it was just not.
1: If you like the watermelon beer, come on this podcast and, and talk, us talk to us. We're gonna
0: only talk about that, but we decided. I I decided we need to cut off the apple talk because like there's so much more. Noah and I are very similar, and we could talk about anything for forever, but we need to kind of cut it short so that the podcast can like exist beyond this episode. Right. So we're gonna talk about something a little less controversial. What are we gonna talk about now? We're gonna switch over to sports. Ooh. And I think it's only
1: appropriate to kind of touch on Mr. Antonio Brown ah,
0: and his Socrates of our time.
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: He. Okay, so if you're not a sports fan, you could probably stop listening to this now. We appreciate the no, support. No. Come back in later episodes, but we are going to rip into this guy for being a horrible human being, I think.
1: If you're not a sports fan, you will like just, Antonio Brown. Just no, you will. Stick around. That's fair. Only because my wife, who, Evan, you can attest to this, is not a sports fan at all. No. She heard the saga of Antonio Brown, and now she has, like, a Google alert set up (laughs) for
0: Antonio Brown news. Oh my gosh, that's so great. She's all about it. That's great. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um, That is so great. I'm so proud of Cassandra. Look at her. Yeah. Um... So for those of you who don't know who Antonio Brown is, and Noah and I are going to kind of ping pong through this because I don't have all the answers and I don't think he has all the answers either. But Antonio Brown was a – he is is is, an incredibly gifted football player. Incredible receiver. Has speed. Has strength. Has made some pretty good catches from a pretty – from a Hall of Fame quarterback. Ben Roethlisberger. Hall of Fame. Undoubted. 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 I think so. I think I undoubted. Two Super Bowls? Is that right? Maybe. Or one? Steelers have six, and I think he's got two. I know I he's got good. one. I remember he's got one because they played, I vividly remember this because they played Philadelphia Eagles when Andy Reid was the coach. And I remember watching the game and looking at Andy Reid and being like, wow, he is such an angry man. And now he's like even less angry, more angry? I don't know. Maybe he looks less angry because he's in the Kansas City red. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. I think that's the, the more boss. I drink this beer, the more I like it. By the
1: way, it's growing on me.
0: Mm-hmm. But anyway, ben like a cherry tree. Hall
1: yeah. Fame so, ben Roethlisberger, like, ben Roethlisberger, Hall of Fame quarterback. Let
0: us know what you think. Like, comment, subscribe. Um. So Antonio Brown was with the Steelers last year. Post game interview, post game locker room, coaches talking, and he is on Facebook Live. And like, if you've ever been an athlete or ever been involved in the sports world, the locker room is like the hallowed ground. Like, you're the coach is talking, you're sitting and you're listening. Um, nope, like that's disrespect. Anything less than that is disrespect. Um, eventually the decision is made. He's traded. When was he traded?
1: Well, he demanded that trade, and I <laughs> think he was traded at the beginning. Near like the
0: beginning of the summer, so like early, like season's over. It's yes. it's postseason. Yes. it's it's mid. It's what do you call in between seasons? Off season. Off, off season. season. Duh. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. it's only nine o'clock. Right. Okay. So so pick up. Continue. So he's traded to the Oakland Raiders, best team in the country by far. Did you see that route of the Broncos last night? Man, the Broncos are a steady team, and the Raiders just destroyed them. I'm totally kidding, people. The Broncos are not a good yardstick for anybody. Their GM needs to be fired, and their GM is John Elway. And that's my position on the take. 15-second timeout. We're good. Okay, continue. <laughs> anyway, so
1: he was traded to the Raiders.
0: Yes, who, uh, John Gruden.
1: Unknowingly, uh, before the start of training camp, had a situation on their hands because Mr. Antonio Brown started off his what should have been training camp season, in a cryotherapy chamber in France, I believe? France or
0: Italy? It was Europe. It was 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 Europe because Tony Kornheiser said, what's wrong with the ice here? (laughs) Which is just like great. Hilarious take on it, I think. But So yeah, so he was in cryotherapy. Didn't he like mess up? He wore wet socks. He wore wet socks. Okay, ruined his feet.
1: begs the question of who was monitoring him in that cryotherapy chamber anyway.
0: Slash does he know what cryotherapy is. I...
1: Don't know.
0: Okay, continue.
1: I don't know that I know what Crippler We're halfway is, through anyway. the time
0: we have left for this episode and we haven't even gotten to the point of this So,
1: thing. Mr. Brown <laughs> burns the bottom of his feet, frostbite mm. on the bottom of his feet, yeah. cannot practice. Go Google a photo of Antonio Brown's Mm-mm. feet if you're not squeamish. Don't do that. If you are squeamish. Just don't. Just, it,
0: it's terrible. It, it looks worse than some of the food we've ever eaten in our lives. Like, it's bad.
1: So, he burns the bottom of his feet. All the while, while he's working to come back, we have another helmet debacle where a helmet that he's been wearing since he was in high school uh, is deemed no longer safe by the NFL. And every other
0: player in the NFL, right? Like nobody else. Yeah, yeah. Nobody can
1: wear that helmet anymore. Mm -hmm. So he's mad because he can't use this helmet. The bottom of his feet are burnt. He has decided that he is just going to kind of be like this really polarizing figure in the Raiders locker room and kind of decides that he wants to be released. So now... Uh, Long story short, the Raiders have released him and look who has come knocking on Antonio Brown's door and picked him up.
0: The mother trucking New England Patriots, people. I can't even let Noah finish it because I'm... I saw a meme that made fun of Bill Belichick coming for Antonio Brown and I was like, that would never happen. And then I said that and like 24 hours later it happened and I'm upset. First off... And some of this isn't original to me because I've listened to a lot of people talk about this on ESPN. This is like the most immature thing, one of the most immature things I've ever seen an adult do about their job. Their job. This guy's paid to play football. He has the dream job. Every kid in America has been like, oh, I'd love to get paid to play. Right. Just to get paid to play. Right. Insert sport here. Field hockey, underwater basket weaving, rugby. I don't care what your thing is. Is that a sport? Underwater basket weaving or rugby? Rugby. Rugby no, is a sport. Just kidding. Underwater wow. basket weaving. Thanks for alienating the audience. Um, JK, you guys aren't aliens. It's fine. Um, no, but like he then just decides... I and It honestly is, we can't win in Oakland, so I'm not going to be a part of the we. I'm going to make myself... I'm going to disrespect... Every leadership position that I can come in contact with, mm-hmm. make it so then when I ask on social media, can I be released, that they'll have no other option than to say three hours later, sure. And then to post that video about being free, calling your grandma, which call your grandma, people, do it. But like to to just then, I'm free. And then get picked up by the Patriots, one of them one of, if not the most successful sports team in human history, mm-hmm. to to do that. And then to not say anything. I haven't heard a lick from Antonio Brown, his agent, anybody. All I've heard is everybody talking about it.
1: There are a couple of potential reasons for that, I think. Okay. One, I mean, you get what you want, right? You you can you, you can get what you want. Complain and you can try to get them to release you as much as you want. Mm-hmm. When you finally get that, you don't have room to be crazy anymore. Number two, look at the system that he bought into, and this is the interesting thing that I've been hearing all week since this happened was that he is into this system now where Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft, Tom Brady, they run a tight ship.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now Robert Kraft, maybe that's a different. Doesn't podcast run as tight episode, a ship anymore, but.
0: No, we're they, not. They they
1: have about a that. system of bringing people in that have you know have had historic problems with whatever insert issue here and now mm-hmm. they brought on another and they have this great history of successes with th- these wide receivers that don't seem like they're so, on the right path.
0: So here's the question here and, and and I think this is like the one question that I will say positive like the one Point I will try to make positively about Antonio Brown. Whoa. What? Speaking of Antonio Brown. Oh my gosh. I don't know if it's something
1: you want to talk about or not, but I just got an ESPN alert Uh uh, that says Brown accused of sexual assault. By who? His former trainer.
0: No way. Well, that's breaking news on the BYOB podcast. That's probably going to (laughs) be... Um, wow. Yeah. I don't feel comfortable talking about that. So yeah, we're going to we're going to hear point. that and keep that in mind, but that's literally an Apple Watch notification, so that's even more cut down than the notification we got on our phone. So we're going to we're going to not ignore that, but we're going to talk about prior to that then, cuz that's a, that's a huge blip right there. Right. But it is and it's interesting and it's really a question more than anything is it a gamble by the Patriots to take the risk on Antonio Brown? No. And that's what I would answer that question as well as no. Because they have the history of taking incredibly um, gifted athletes, but not the best people, putting them on the field and saying, play your game. Yeah. Don't do anything else or you're out the door, but play your game. And they play their game, and they're members of Super Bowl winning teams. It's the and honestly, it is not the same, but it's a very similar situation to Jeremy Lin is an NBA champion now. You know why? Because through his tumultuous NBA career, he ended up on the Toronto Raptors at the right time, right. <laughs> right place, right time. And now he's got a ring, and he's got a picture of himself with the trophy, and he will forever be known as an NBA champion. He has something that a lot of people don't. Right. A lot of good players, better players than him, I would argue, don't. And, you know, A.B. might have that same thing. Now, A.B., I'm pretty sure he's got one with the Steelers. I think he was there Did for one. Okay. I don't know. I don't, Again, I don't know for sure. I don't have his career in front of me. But he is maximizing his chances to make the most money, win the most that he can, because – and with this, now with this development, I mean, we, I don't want to talk about it too much, but it's also a huge wrinkle. He's yeah. guaranteed – he was guaranteed what? Nine? Nineteen? Nine or ten of nine, a $15 million total contract. Was it 15 or 29?
1: 29 were the bonuses that the Raiders took away from him.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So, but he was guaranteed X amount of money. So right. he signed that contract and he got X amount of money. Now, we don't know the terms of that contract. That contract could be something where it's like Bill Belichick, he's out on the field and Bill Belichick decides he's not on the team anymore. Like, it might be that strict where Bill Belichick can just walk out, rip the kids' pads off, and say, get the heck off my field, and it's yeah. over. But. And I think that that's what's driving this, though. I mean, like, is, is it- he out? I mean, I don't think that that makes
1: him out because I think that this is. Again, he hasn't played for the Patriots because he was restricted to play for the. He first was restricted week. for the first game. So this second week is when he's going to. I mean, be he signed the contract the night before, so. Right, I think he'll be playing this week. Um, I don't think that they're going to be able to prove this in a day. Or that they're going to be able to do an investigation on this in a day. But
0: will the Patriots be safe and just pull him off the field and say you're not going to play? No. Or does Bill Belichick want to win that bad?
1: I think Bill Belichick wants to win that bad.
0: But the thing is, this
1: this will be the interesting thing this week. with. I guess this. I shouldn't put that all on Bill because Bill's a nice guy. It I seems. think that the Patriots were already set in their receiving core.
0: Antonio oh, Brown yeah. is the icing on the cake for they them. They had a team before they got A.B. If
1: he works out and he continues to have the seasons that he's had in the past where he's led the league in, in receiving yards, where he's led the league in catches, where he's led the league in touchdowns, which he's done – multiple times over the past seasons. And if he continues to have a season like that, of that caliber, they win. If they cut him in two weeks because of either this allegation or because he continues some of the antics that he had before, mm-hmm. they they still win. They still have a great receiving core. They oh, yeah. still have Tom Brady as their quarterback. They still have the New England Patriots dynasty. They're not losing anything here.
0: Yeah, yeah. and that's what I... I I thought about that a lot last year, um, like when the whole trainer thing happened, and like if Belichick and Tom Brady were going to split, would Tom first off would Tom Brady play for another team? And my answer then and my answer now is still no. I don't think he would ever play for another team. Um, I don't know why I think that. Mm. I can't back that up with any hard evidence, but I can say, in my heart of hearts. The Patriots are what made him who he is, and he's going to keep it that way. Um, But that – Tom Brady is the greatest football player ever. Goat. Goat. Like, the goat. Like, I don't think there's any debate, and I'm a Notre Dame fan, so Joe Montana is my favorite football player Mm -hmm. of all time. But Tom Brady went from, what, fourth or sixth round in 99, or 2000. Pick number 199. Pick number 199. And he's won, led a team to six Super Bowls since he was drafted. Six, seven? I think they've won six. They've won six. They've been to eight. Yeah. Or nine. Something like that. With Charlie Weiss as one of the coordinators. And if you guys don't know who Charlie Weiss is, he's a human toad who doesn't deserve to walk the face of the earth anymore because he's a jerk and he messed up with Notre Dame and he. he I don't, I don't want to talk about it anymore. But Brady has faced his fair share, I think, the early on in his career until Super Bowl IV, until the fourth one. Mm-hmm. He was facing, He was facing hardship after hardship of like, oh, what's the team around me? What's the coordinators like? But I think after the fourth one it was like, okay, goat, like – expected behavior, expected performance, expected behavior. Um, and even after he was injured. Like, I went through... I was looking through his career the other day when Andrew Luck retired. Yeah, I was kind of comparing numbers with Tom Brady and I noticed that Tom Brady took a whole season off. He got injured and had a hip right, injury or shoulder injury. Yep, and he easy. was out in 2010 or two, 2011. And I was like, I totally forgot about that. Yep. Like, that's how good Tom Brady is. Is He spent a whole year off the field and I don't... like. I don't even remember it. I don't know if a lot of people, like casual fans, even remember it. Yeah. And so do I think it's a gamble for the Patriots to take A-B? No. With that information from your watch right there, interesting. Interesting to hear about what the Patriots knew prior to them signing him. How, like how much they knew. Because you have to know, as in anybody in the world that we live in now, one of the questions in any interview of a profe- of a famous person of, of anybody that you're bringing into your organization is, "What's the worst?" Like no no crap. Like you have like whether that's a legal question to ask, whether you can ask that or not, you gotta ask that.
1: So here's my question to you.
0: Okay. You're bringing on a guy like Antonio Brown. I'm
1: aware not. Of his past. <laughs> I would. Okay. Okay. But Put yeah, yourself in the I'm, I'm,
0: I'm Robert I'm, – I'm the general manager of the New York yeah, United Patriots. Yeah, you separate. might want okay. to
1: take, take it easy saying that you're Robert Kraft. But anyway, you're, you're getting married it. in less than I changed it. I changed it. But anyway, you're in those shoes. You're bringing on a guy with Antonio Brown's history. Do you – is there a slight hes- – or not hesitancy, but you're maybe not thinking, oh, this could get worse. Because look at Antonio. Look Brown. at how
0: much he's done. I mean, yeah.
1: seriously, from from calling his GM a cracker and yeah. potentially threatening to hit him or or there almost being a Bunch physical the altercation yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, for somebody to be that confrontational, to have that many issues with another organization, are you already thinking that you're at rock bottom?
0: Are you already thinking that like, this is there's the There's nothing worse that this guy can do? That's right. That's fair, but I also think you have to ask. I also think in the climate that we've been in where, in the climate that we are in, which is not a climate, it is where society should be if it is in a good place. Like the fact that society was so bad that it was acceptable to keep the crap that some people have done secret is horrible, don't get me wrong. But we are now, where society has progressed and grown to is a point where it's like this has to be for the good of the organization, for the good of the people in charge. Like, people. if you find out, if you know interviewing somebody that they shouldn't be hired for your job, for a job, for a position in your company, and, and you hire that person, it's not just that person that's in hot water when they don't perform. It's the person who hired them. Right. And that, that accountability is still missing from this whole change in the way the world works, I think. But I don't know. I mean – and this has gone somewhere that I never would have thought this conversation would have gone. I never could have predicted that that was yeah, going to come right, over right. on your watch. Yeah. But all of that to say, Antonio Brown is one of the least professional, least professional professional athletes I have ever experienced. I cannot name a time where I have been so upset by an individual. I' have been upset by teams. I have been upset by the NCAA. But an individual's actions towards, like, as as a person with a platform, this is what you've done.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, this is how you've treated the people. This is the example that you've set for kids that want to be just like AB. Like, that. that's heavy. Yeah. And, and, and I don't know how this is going to go. It's really interesting to see. I feel like we should do a follow-up episode of the podcast. I love it. With <laughs> just talking about that and that watch notification and, and seeing how that goes. But I don't know. Quick hot take. A.B. with the Patriots by the end of the week, yes or no? After that, End of this week? End of this week. After p- that notification. He plays week two. He plays week two. Who do they play week two?
1: No idea.
0: I don't know. I know they play the Browns soon. But and the, don't even talk to me about the Browns. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. How about you? Week two. I play? don't know. I don't know. I mean, the the Patriots kept Aaron Hernandez on the team forever long he was there. So, not to beat a dead horse, but literally, wow, that was really poor. Right. Wow. I think we should cut the podcast there. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> No, but seriously, it's getting late. Um, thanks for the talk, Noah. Thanks for the beers. Let's rate them real quick. Uh, Preacher's Daughter from Fountain Square. What are we giving it?
1: I'm, I'm Scale give of one to five. I'm going to give this one uh, a four out of five. Four out of five? All from right. Preacher's Daughter. And over onto the cherry wheat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give this one a three.
0: I would, I would agree. I would, I would give it a three, but one of those stars going to the beer deserves to be a sticker that you get to put on your shirt for being adventurous and trying it out. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So thanks again for joining us guys. Uh, we're like I said, um, in the trailer, I uh, don't know if I said it in the intro, um, but we're going to try to get these out maybe once a week. It's not always going to be Noah, but Noah's going to be a frequent guest on here. Um, my fiance, almost wife, Olivia is going to be a guest on here a lot as well. Um, we're going to try to get the coworkers on here. Um, get a little boys night out kind of vibe going. So Um, like I said, I appreciate the time, uh, that you guys have kind of spent with us. Hopefully, uh, you've learned something, interested in some beer, um, and we'll see you again next time. Cheers.